strap yourself in. Plenty of winners coming your way. Let's kick it off with a man who has got a very exciting autumn carnival ahead of him, Graham Beck. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgay. Morning, Graham. You well? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Michael. That is good. Looking forward to seeing uh, all your team in action on the weekend at Sandown, but I'm probably even more excited uh, about a few that we don't see on the weekend. Can you tell us how is Passive Aggressive going? Yeah, no, she's in very good shape. Uh, she had a nice sort of jump out here on uh, Monday morning at Cranbourne. Uh, she'll follow up and have another one um, in a week and a half's time, and then we'll probably head to Sydney with her. Okay, so you're going to bypass Melbourne and, and head up there? Yeah, look, I think the thing is with her, we've got to be a bit protective of her. She's very uh, adept on ground, mm. got given it. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to get too many tracks down here with uh, too much cut in it, and the program seems to suit her better up there. What's that program look like for her? Well, we're possibly thinking about... Uh, Starting her off in a race like the Challenge Stakes for a start the 1,000 metres at Randwick. Um, obviously, Randwick always lends itself to being a bit more uh, forgiving for horses. Um, particularly, she's a big, heavy top girl, and uh, you know she does hit the ground hard. So, you know, we're going to be a bit mindful of the firm ground with her, as I said. Um, but, yeah, that looks a nice start-off point. She's only had that one little blip, and it was hardly a blip when she only got beaten two lengths behind Chain of Lightning in the Cochrane. But was that because that was a bit more of a firm track on that occasion? Oh, look, it could have been a combination of things. Like, she'd been in work all over the winter. She'd had a pretty solid preparation. She had a bit of a, a bit of a freshen up, uh, but she just didn't quite perform up to expectations on that day. You know, if only they could talk. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, we were happy with her going into the race, but she just didn't let down uh, like she'd done previously. So we decided to give her a nice break and, and get her back to the autumn. And, you know, obviously, with having that upper sleeve handling you know, softer ground, it was always sort of going to be a target more so Sydney than uh, Victoria. She's shown great speed, obviously, and she's got such a high cruising speed. Is she Is she just a pure sprinter, or can you get her out to 1,400 and further, maybe? I think she's a pure sprinter. A pedigree suggests that, mm. and uh, you know, she's just so positive out of the gate and, and can just roll at, at, a, at a good speed. So you know, you're pretty right when you said that. You know that that looks like to be her cup of tea. How's Nonconformist going? Yeah, he's going well. He had a nice look, just a tick over jump out um, on Monday. He'll have another one in a week and a half's time, and he'll probably head to the Blaney Stakes first up. And Australian Cup target? Yes. And, uh, yeah, there's lots of races for him. Like also, you know, got races going after that. You know, possibly a Mornington Cup could be right up his alley yeah. trying to qualify him again for the uh, Caulfield Cup. And gee, you had a frustrating Melbourne Cup week with Luna Flair. How is she? Uh, has she spelled well and and ready to come back? Yeah, she had a jump out on Monday, so she's in good shape. Uh, Michael D. Rhoda said she felt great. Uh, very very happy with her. In wonderful condition. Um, she actually really only had a very light spring, to be truthful. She didn't race all that much. Um, so, uh, you know, we're looking forward to the autumn with her. What would her main target be? Well, we're, we're tossing it up in the air whether we run her in a race like the Australian Cup first up because she's a very clean-winded mare. Mm. Uh, we can prepare her here at Cranbourne um, and uh, give her a couple of jump-outs leading into it. Uh, but we'll just make that decision after her next jump-out. Um, which is the right path to go. But, look, she's going very, very well. 
I dare say she'd probably head to Sydney after that. Yep. Uh, on Saturday at Sandown, you've got Written Bly, who's the daughter of your Blue Diamond winner, Written by. Does she so uh, show any speed like her old man? Well, she's had two um, nice jump-outs. She's been quite progressive in both of them. We haven't really cranked the ride up yet, but she's done it well within herself. Uh, rounded her jump-outs off nicely. Uh, we think she's certainly come on for the run. Um, just drawn a tad awkward, I guess, in the outside gate, but who knows with the uh, rain which has been forecast, it might be the right place. Have you got many two-year-olds um, this time in? I've got a lot of two-year-olds, but she's the only one that I've actually uh, sent to the races this season. I've been a bit careful with most of my two-year-olds this year uh, with you know, the wet spring that we had, and then we had such a delayed spring. I wanted them to get out and have you know get some good weather, so... You know, we've been very, very patient with them. We've got a lot which are in pre-training now and uh, certainly over the next few months they'll be coming out. Was Toll Puddle a little disappointing last start? Goes around in race three on Saturday? Possibly it was. Uh, he was well in the market that race. We felt it was the right style of race for him. He's just got one little bad habit. He just wants to overdo things in his races, so it's very vital that he can get covered up. Um, Look, I'm sure that if he can get a smother in the race, uh, he's drawn barrier one, so he should be able to do that without any trouble. Um, just ride him quietly and give him his chance. Look, he's showing us some nice things at home, and, uh, you know, we've got high hopes for him. Gee, it looks like a nice race for British Columbia, uh, Columbia doesn't it? Uh, he's just knocking on the door and drawn a good gate, 1,400 third up. Is he, is he ready to, to launch? Yeah, look, he, his runs have been good this time round, so we're very pleased with him. He appears to have trained on well, and uh, it looks the right style of race for him, and as you alluded to, the draw helps him. Um, so he should get a nice run, you know, just close enough to the lead and, or just off the speed, and uh, he'll certainly be hard to beat. And then uh, you round out your day in the feature of the Geoffrey Belmain with two really nice chances, Rose Quartz and Vespertine. They both came through. Uh, the Standish Rose Courts has just been so consistent this mare this time in. She hasn't been able to, to win a race. Uh, what about stepping out to the 1,300 metres? Any concerns? No, I don't think so. Look, if she can get in the situation where she can control things, obviously uh, drawn very well, she'll be obviously positive out of the gate. Um, you know, we feel that she'll switch off well enough once she's allow allowed to do that. And, uh, you know, she'll certainly run very well. She's been running against some pretty good horses at the, at mm. the last few runs, you know the form's been franked everywhere with Jigsaw and even Shimino won their Durbridge in Adelaide last week um, so she's got good stakes class form around her um, so she's in very, very good order she's had a bit of a freshen up after her last start down at the beach and uh, she's back and bouncing around and uh, very happy with her uh, Your stablemate Vespertine, the 1,300 metres does look like will suit. It was almost a non-event, unfortunately, the way they ran the race and drawn barrier one, and then you see you see this flashing star out of the corner of your eye at the end. She she hit the line well. She certainly did. Look, she was going very, very well going into the race, and she's continued to train on well since. Uh, yes, it just didn't pan out for her whatsoever. Um, look, I think it's an ideal race for her, an ideal distance um, so, look, I would think, you know, between the two, I hate, uh, I hate running them against one another, but unfortunately that's the case. But, uh, you know, as far as the prices go, I think that she's very, very good value in the race, uh, Vespertine. Yeah, she's 752.40, so uh, she's the way you're leaning? 
Well, I would if you're if you're punting. Um, so I think that you know the 1300 and you know Sandown, you would think would suit a really really nicely the way she can finish her race off. But look, I, I can't really split them. But from a punting point of view, I'd be going that way. That's what we're after here. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd say that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good on you, Graham. Best of luck over the weekend. Oh, actually, you've yeah. got one today. Should I ask you about Jessup tonight? Yeah, he's got a little each-way chance tonight. He's uh, He ran very well at Geelong. It look, looks a tough race tonight, but look, he's drawn well uh, to get a good run, and uh, he's in very good shape. Good on you, mate. Have a good weekend. Thank you very much. Graham Big joining us there.